The final season of Power Book 2, Ghost, begins. And for Tariq St. Patrick, it's the moment of truth. In the wake of being betrayed, pushed out of the drug game, and almost killed, Tariq is out for revenge. Will he prove to be like his father and do whatever is to be done to protect his family and his future? Or is he his own man? Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now only on Stars and the Stars app. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T, connecting changes everything. Limited time offer requires 0% APR, 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers, other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. Laugh and learn, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you had a great week. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there or yes. anybody who's been in your life who has presented themselves as a mother figure. That could be a man, a woman, auntie, grandmama, the neighbor, all that. Because some of our mamas just didn't do their job. Mm-hmm. And we had to rely on somebody else. Even the gay kids. A lot of gay kids create their own families and mothers. So, And even the mothers who have experienced loss who may not have a kid but mm-hmm. have, you know, had a miscarriage. We or if you lost your mom, you. the yeah. love don't leave. The, yeah. the parent leave, but the love don't leave. Mm-hmm. We acknowledge all of you guys. So to get started, Flame... 
I know you have an announcement. Love me, will you love me, babe? Oh, I'm not supposed to raise my arm up. I got a couple of whiskey. Uh, wait prickly. a minute. What happened? It's prickly. It's called prickly. Um, but Flynn has an announcement. couple yeah. of announcements. New job alert. New job. Thank you, Karen Hunter and Sirius Radio. I start this Friday, next Friday, the 21st with Karen Hunter. We're doing a uh, political and comedy and hodgepodge of stuff on the Sirius Radio XM uh, effect. I'm still in negotiations for laughing. I mean, for Love Lounge, but we'll hold off on that. Second announcement is I am so sorry to announce to you guys that I will not be attending Delaware this weekend. I, it just did not work out. There was a lot of misconstrues and the advertisement just did not match the quality of who I am. So I have to pull out respectfully, uh, professionally. I'm so sorry. I hope you guys call in and get your refund back. I did refund back the club part of the down payment. So I think there should be no issue with you all getting your, your money back for the tickets, even though it says non-refundable on the website. Yeah. But this is the second time that this didn't go right. And I'm, I took the blunt of the responsibility the first time. Not this one. This ain't on me. I just ain't coming because I don't do bad business. Period. So if you want to book Flame Run World at He, She, We bookings through Lauren Hogan, understand <laughs> that if you think I'm a bitch, you ain't even met this one yet. <laughs> Hi. Okay. Okay. What, what's next? Let's bring Nikki in. No, we have one more announcement oh, too. Because where else are you going to? You were going to Philly. Oh, I'm going to Philly September the 25th. Yes. But that's after D- Delaware, uh, DC in September the yeah. 9th through 11th with James and, and yeah. all my flamettes. So, yeah, I don't know the venue though for September the 25th. You know. I know. It's Level Up. Bar oh, and Lounge. Oh, Level Up? Yes, Bar and Lounge. Is it Sierra? <laughs> we, maybe you could do a little something. I can't do no Sierra, but Sierra did level up. She went. Her, her future was not that bright, so she went to Seattle and got a bright future with mm. what's his name. Had a baby, mm. changed the baby's Couple last babies. name. Baby, Couple let me babies. tell you something. I don't know what y'all thought that Sierra wasn't doing. Y'all think she know how to dance on the dance floor? You better check her in the beer. Hey, Russell Wilson, <laughs> boo. <laughs> Woo, let's do it. Where was Nick right. Smith? Where's let's, Nick Smith? Paging bring... Smith. Who had a wonderful Mother's Day. Nicholas was ready to go home. Tell us all about it, Nick. You went to see Mother. Did indeed. Hey, congratulations, Flame. A couple people said, what was the announcement? Tell us all about Karen Hunter again. Karen Hunter has a show on Sirius Radio. It's been going on a couple of years. She also has a podcast. I did the podcast a few years ago, and she just hired me today, this morning, while I was on Coffee Time, to come and work with her starting next Friday, the 21st. My manager will work out the particulars, you know. I just look at the dollar amount. I don't want to read nothing else. I just look at the money numbers. That's it. That's all for me. But yeah, it's good. But I'm, and I'm again, Delaware, I apologize for not being able to come, but it was not on me. And I'm not going to even even take that disco round. Uh, baby, how was Miss Rosetta? How was your visit with mom? Lauren Flame, you both started the show just talking about people um, who may or may not have their mothers. I just I just go back. I realized this weekend, I've always known it. Don't start crying, so, I'm gonna click you. <laughs> yeah. I'm just so incredibly blessed. It's 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 amazing. But I tell you, we also thought about because Lauren, you just kind of touched on this. We thought about the moms who maybe have lost their children because we've seen so many black men die at the hands of not to take the show in that direction. You know what I'm saying there, but yeah. you have to know that there are a lot of moms out there right now who are hurting too. Mm-hmm. Um so we just you know, we just did a little prayer with that. And we, um, and my mom was like, Nick, you told me I would get a chance to chat with Flame. So we kept bugging Flame. Flame was like, oh, Nick, I was trying to order chairs. Would you stop? So, <laughs> but we did get a chance to chat with Flame. And, and I really did. tried to call y'all back, but y'all, you just kept calling me at the most inconvenient time. So, Miss Rosetta, I promise it wasn't at Nick or at you. Y'all just, Nick timing was off, Miss Rosetta. Let me just tell you. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love it. But we had a great time. And uh, uh, just a little inside baseball flame, I employed the tactics that you and I talked about, and it could not have, it could not have gone better. So thank you. No, no, don't, don't, don't say that. S- tell the truth. You listened to me. Tell the truth. Mm-hmm. I told yeah, you that, what to do, and you listened. That's exactly what I just uh, said. You don't always <laughs> listen to me. Let, me. let me just make it clear for y'all, because we've been knowing each other 30 years. This nigga don't always listen to me, but he listened to me this weekend and he had a great visit with his mom because Mother Voucher had told him, sit back and shut the hell up. And guess what he did? And you guys, let me tell you something, niggas. The videos that you guys put out, your mom looks so happy to she have did. her baby. She, she I was more excited for her than for you because she was so <laughs> smiley faced and just joyous that she had a big old baby back because you know you're nothing but a big ass baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, we had, Lauren, how was yours? Because you spent it with your mom too. I did. My Mother's Day was good, actually. Hi, Miss Marsh. I love Miss Marsh. <laughs> so I actually took her out to her favorite uh, sushi spot. Uh, myself, her, and my dad. We all went to the favorite sushi spot with Sky, who is my little Ugh. four-pound Yorkie. Um, so we all went out and had sushi outside together. That um, It was. Listen, that's a, <laughs> we can talk about Timmy if we want to talk oh. about dogs. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, but no, we had a really great time. We went and. Um, had some sushi. It's one of her favorite sushi spots. She hasn't been outside in a long time just because of COVID mm-hmm. and things like that. So, you know, it was a really good, uh, you know, it was just a nice time and it was a special time. So I'm really grateful for that. And it was overall, it was just a good Mother's Day. She got some gifts and mm-hmm. some flowers. And so, yeah. Oh, nice. Nick. So if, we, we if we're, we're talking, talking to you, if we're talking to you, but we're looking this way, we're looking at the camera because we're trying to focus more on the camera for the video now. Then, so we still hear you and we're talking to you, but we just focus. We're not on ignoring the you. We promise. Uh, no, nope. and you and I, you and I have talked about that before. So I'm Kendall glad. Kendall's getting on my case. Kendall over here fighting me. Triple about to <laughs> slap the shit out of me. I don't know what to do. Shit. My house is a house of horrors. My so oldest you know, daughter gets. Oh. <laughs> it, but 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 it looks good. Flame. I really like that hair. This is my Sharon Underwood hair. I'm, a middle, I'm in the middle of Sharon Osborne and uh, Cheryl Underwood. So if they need a replacement, I'm a combo. I'm well, Cheryl Underwood. I'm Sharon well, Underwood. Sharon's been replaced. Uh, Sharon been replaced and the ratings have tanked. Now, you do the math. Okay, where are we going this week? Because we're talking about some things. <laughs> yeah. So actually, I, we're going to start um, with a young lady named Michaela Miller. And it was interesting that this came up because Flame and I actually had an offline conversation about something that happened with Izzy this week. Um, for those of you guys that don't know, Izzy is Flame's oldest daughter. And it's really about bullying. So do you want to start with your mm-hmm. experience? I want you to tell the story the first. Okay. Yeah. So Michaela Miller, um, she was a sophomore at um, Hopkinton High School. And she had gotten into a fight with her girlfriend and other teens. And she actually, and as a result of said fight, she ended up dead. Um, and so according to her mother, so she spoke of just of her disappointment with the police investigation because her daughter was LGBTQ. She was a lesbian. And when this whole incident happened, the police basically said it's better that we probably sleep this un- under the rug because your daughter's sexuality is going to come out in this investigation. And the real kind of coup de grace of this is the three teens that ended up fighting Michaela Miller and ended up causing her death were three white girls. And Michaela Miller was a 15 year old black girl. In the Boston area. Um, so we're just going to open up the discussion really about bullying and what's happening in the world today. Come so. on, Nick. Give me yours because you ain't never had a fight. So when I get into it, I'm going hard and deep. You just Have you never with. been in a fight? Nicholas has never been in a fight. The only time I was in a fight, Lawrence, in the military, and that was with someone else starting. You don't leave, you know, a fellow soldier, you know, that oh. type of thing. But no, I've never, I've never had a situation okay. where I had to, oh. to, had to fight. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but, but again, I also didn't, um, I also didn't start stuff. I've always minded my own business, you know? Um, and then for the most part, you know, I'm, I'm a bigger boy, so I'd never had anybody picking on me, you know? So there are just a number of uh, things. And I also didn't run with people who were bullies. So you didn't pick on other people. So, um, this is probably, um, the, I think most contentious time right now, because I think that kids flame and I've had this conversation aren't allowed to leave what happened at school at home. So I think that what happens in a situation like this, particularly uh, this particular um, young lady, the uh, if I understand correctly, Lauren, there, there was a lot happening also on social media. And it just, it seems like these things continue to just fester and it grows. So people aren't allowed to leave that problem at school, go home, have a weekend with your family, and maybe let things die down. The bullying continues through social media. Well, I don't even know if the social media component is at the forefront. I think it more so has to do with one that she was a gay black female and she was murdered. Really, she was lynched because she was found hanging from a tree. So she was lynched by these three white teenagers and the police in the area tried to sweep it under the rug. It was more so it wasn't until her mother and other like Black Lives Matter activists had come out. Now, all of a sudden, the DA is trying to step in and make things right. So I think it's more so geared towards racism and the, you know, how racism is taught really at this point. That's what I more so think the root of this is and not so much the social media component because the question goes, well, why is her sexuality, like, why is that even a factor in the investigation? Like just those different elements is more so that hate is really taught nowadays and we just see it festering into the younger generations. That's more so what I'm, what I'm taking as the forefront of this issue. But go ahead. You know what's messed up about that is, and when you look at what, how the police are doing this, if you remember the movie Boys Don't Cry that Hilary Swank won an Oscar for, the police did the same thing to the character in that yeah. movie and said, that, why are you walking around with boy clothes? Why are you dressed like a boy? You, don't, you can't question my life and who I am and why I'm living the life that I am, even if I'm 15. That's not your fucking business. That's the first thing. The second thing is, I don't want them to make this LGBT, because I don't know if this yeah. is necessarily LGBT. This could be, like you said, on racism. It could be a combination of things. It could yeah. be LGBT and racism. But these were teenage, fifteen-year-old girls. I'm under, I'm not understanding that you don't have one person in your life, mother, administrator, teacher, counselor, preacher, that you can talk to with a trust to tell me that I'm being bullied. I've been bullied before, so mm-hmm. I know. But it was different then. So with the whole internet thing, and I talked about this before, all these keyboard gangsters. A hundred mm-hmm. people can get on here right now and tell me they don't like me. I don't know a hundred people. Yeah. What you think about me don't mean shit to me because I don't know you. You don't mean anything. You could die now and I'm going to go have a burger. Yeah. And I'm not ce- celebrating your death, but if I don't know you, it does not affect me. So if y'all taking it the way I said it then and taking it the wrong way, I don't care. This is my shit. Uh, <laughs> and this ain't even Love Lounge. Um, it, it was very sad that this girl had to experience that and that the parent didn't step in because you see when your children are being bullied. Now, I went up to the school. I talked about this on Love Lounge the other day or on live or something. Mm-hmm. I had to go up to the school because Izzy had to go pick up some things. Her her boyfriend's ex-girlfriend invited her to come to a fight. My daughter, the dum-dum, went up there to meet the girl to go get a fight. But the girl had four other girls with her. What that little helper did not know was that Izzy's crazy tranny daddy was with her. And trust me. I'm not even finna argue with you. I'm, if you if these little girls would have put, if they were 17, 18, my daughter could have been just what this little girl was, ended up dead. Not hung from a tree because these was little black girls, but dead. 
I would have beat the shit out of those little girls. Cancel culture, you mad? I'm telling you that you have to take precedence over your children because protocol protocol does not always work. Going to the teachers, reporting to the principal, talking to somebody, sometimes they don't do anything. It doesn't work, and your kids still end up being hurt. And these kids ain't fighting fairly. Now, these kids will cut your face or stab you. People are dying from bullying. Bullying, I used to get my ass whooped in grammar school. I whooped plenty of asses, too. But it was just a fight on Monday. On Tuesday, we mean mugged each other. On Wednesday, we were smiling with each other. On Thursday, we were speaking again. And on Friday, we were friends all over again. It's not like that now. It's not, and it's not because nobody is taking control. And this right here, what we're on, the social media, internet, all, all of this is the biggest bully to me. Starting, yeah. let, let's, go back for, let's go back for the last four years. Social media was the biggest bully for the, the number one person in the country. Yeah. And according to reports, Michaela had been involved in a physical altercation the evening before her body was found, but that the teenagers uh, present had not been to the area where her body was discovered. Uh, this is from forensic evidence that is being recovered right now in the investigation. Um, and I guess testimony and alibis that they may have had. Uh, they said that authorities are still waiting for the medical examiner to determine Michaela's manner and cause of death. And they're still waiting on the results of forensic testing and sampled items found in the area. I tell you what, I had somebody in my inbox and tell me, Flame, you can't be fighting no girl. You still a man. I sure the fuck am. And I would have put this wig on and been a full on man in the men's penitentiary in drag looking lovely. But those little girls would not put their hands on my door because I would have clocked their heads. I'm not promoting violence. But if you're a parent, you need to take care of your children. You need to watch over your kids. These kids not playing. And some of these kids' parents encourage them to do wretched things to other kids. Horrible things. I don't encourage my children to go out and fight. Defend yourself. Lauren had a bullying issue she told me about. And she was pushed and pushed and pushed. When you push anybody's back to a wall, they have no other option but to sink or swim. Most of us will come out swinging. I would slap the shit out your kid. I'm letting you know. It could be kindergarten. Fuck with my kid if you want to. Okay. Well, well, I'll I'll just say this for me. And like, like my parents never encouraged me to fight. But my mom was very clear. Don't you ever lose a fight either. So pick and choose your battles. You know, we say that. Pick and choose your battles. But I was never going to be bullied. And this one incident that Flame is talking about, this girl was much bigger than me. She was hefty. And I think we kind of talked about this on the show. I don't know how, you know, she was fat. I don't know how hard she could swing. So I, was I ran about her. To say hefty. I ran. What is that, a garbage bag? No, the bitch was fat. <laughs> she, Just call it out. Shit. And I didn't know how hard she could swing. So I was like, well, I'm athletic. You're not. So I ran her around the schoolyard till she had an asthma attack. Pick and choose your battles. You just got to pick. And then, you know, and I have actually, you know, put some people in chokeholds and things like that. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Lauren's a big bitch. Let me tell y'all. Lauren's a big bitch. Lauren's about 6'2". So Lauren's a big bitch. Don't get it twisted. (laughs) Bottom line, I don't fight fair. And you don't you ever lose a fight. Okay. Those were my mom's things. You don't fight fair and don't lose a fight. And I tell my kids the same. Don't fight. Don't start the fight. But fight back. Yeah. Which is what we need to do as black Americans right now. All this Mm -hmm. marching and talking and protest. We got to fight back. Yeah. Vino Diva says, yes, Flame, I have gone to the school and found the little boy who was picking on my little girl and told him I would cut his fink, his effing hands off his mama, uh-huh. his daddy and his whole family. So it looks like you're Straight right. Parents, uh, don't don't play that at all. Well, I'll say this, too. If my mama ever came up to the school, the whole staff was scared. They were like, oh, my God, Miss Hogan, what's wrong? What's wrong? Why are you here? You didn't want my mom coming up to the school. OK, everybody knew run for cover because some shit's about to happen. 
It, you know what's funny about that? When we were children and we had those parents that would come up and be aggressive like mm-hmm. that because they were so overprotective of their children, all of us would be like, oh, your mama doing too much and woo-woo-woo. Oh. But now as a parent, you understand yeah. that now, I didn't do enough because I'm mm-hmm. telling you, heads will roll messing with me. Don't mess with my children because I'm t- I didn't raise those kids. Now, they like, talk smack just say, like they did. Can't you even agree, too, that when we were in school that you really just didn't do that? Like if the teacher told you, to, like you didn't talk back to teachers, any of that, you know, so the well, that don't, I that don't apply to me. I, oh, I did you? Oh, okay. Did. Okay. <laughs> I surely did. I would tell a teacher to shut the hell up talking to me quickly. That, that was third that was, grade. That was my threat. Like, you want to talk to me crazy? Trust, my mom will be here at 3 o'clock to handle you. That was my threat. And I knew that my mom was showing up. And so, Marsha, like, it's your fault. Miss Marsha. <laughs> so, it's your fault, Miss Marsha. Because this thing right here. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, that mouth comes in handy, though. Mm, yes, that. it does, honey. Tell you that. Good mouth always works. Oh, mm-hmm. we're talking about the... Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lord. <laughs> it went left real it's, quick. It's sad, though, because the girl is 15, and she w- and apparently she was very comfortable with her sexuality. She was open about it. She was free. She was comfortable enough in her house and in the city and in the school that she went to to be who she wanted to be. It's just too much going on in the world, and I I didn't even know about the the lynching part. I really didn't. That just ooh ooh that just ooh shut up, Flame Monroe. You're gonna get canceled for real. I, I'm gonna hold that thought. We'll do it at Love Lounge. And a parallel to it, I know in some ways it was viewed as a comedy, but it kind of reminded me of the Get Out of of the movie Get Out because I don't remember or I don't I'm not for sure uh, sure about it, but I believe that the um, that Michaela Miller's girlfriend was white. So um, it kind of reminded me of the movie Get Out a little bit because it's interesting that, you know, all of a sudden they started this fight and then these three white teenagers rolled up on her and then she ends up dead. It was just it was a little eerie for me. So, um, like I said, I know the facts of the case are coming out still, but this goes to what we've been talking about in terms of distrust between the community and the police and even really the DA's office at this point, because a lot of people are blaming the DA for negligence in this case of trying to sweep it under the rug. So I don't even know if the community is going to trust the investigation at this point and if they're going to decide to do an independent investigation. I did read some reports about that, too, that, you know, Black Lives Matter was going to assist the family in doing that. But. It's just, it's sad and it's tragic. It really is. There's just yeah. no other way to put it. I Definitely. smell Ben Crump. I smell uh, uh, Reverend Al Sharpton. I just smell it. I feel it all over this case. I smell it. I mean, they may end up doing that, you know, and it's just like, we just talked about, you know, Micaiah Bryant a couple of weeks ago, and it's like now we have another young black, you know, child that's being murdered. Marching and protesting ain't enough, y'all. I'm so, sorry. Marching and protesting is yeah. not enough. It's just not getting anything done. In fact, we're going backwards. Nick, do you have any final thoughts before we segue into um, a, a lighter topic that I think we can all laugh about? I think that what what we will do, um, what we'll do at the end of the show, Lauren, in the description, I'm going to make sure that we include uh, like a resource, something for uh, suicide prevention or LGBTQI awareness. Well, she so was, it wasn't suicide. She was comfortable with who she was. She was happy well, with who we, she we was. Don't, they're just saying we don't know that yet, Flame. They don't know that she, she may have hanged herself. Uh, that All that's still part of their investigation. That's what they're talking about now. I'll just say this on that front because I remember a couple of years ago a gentleman ended up hanging from a tree in Piedmont Park and they tried to say it was a suicide. I don't know any black people that would just willingly go into a public space and hang themselves from a noose. 
I'm just going to say that. I don't I know anyone who would commit suicide. So I think that mental health yeah, is, you do. is a great yeah, area. Yeah, you do. And yes, so what do. I'm no, saying I, is I think that we need to make sure we just uh, uh, provide a resource is all I was saying. I was not trying to challenge right. the status quo. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not. Nicholas, don't, don't make it like that. I, but you do know somebody who commits suicide. You know me. You know Lauren. You know your friend. You know your mom. You, Anybody could be put in that position to where they feel like there is no way out. So I understand what you're saying with that one. But I don't believe this girl hung herself. Not at 15. First of all, black people, that's too much time for us to think about it. When we want to off ourselves, it needs to go quickly where we can't think about it again. So if you jump off the bridge or you blow your brains out, not, not, yeah. we're, not, we're not encouraging suicide. But as black people... It can't take a long time. You know we you know we 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 sticklers for time. We you know we were slaves. We didn't even wear watches. We didn't know it was time to quit till they say it was quitting time. So that's why they was something. Why black people ain't on time? Because we didn't have watches. We had to wait for somebody to say it was quitting time. <laughs> I'm trying to bring it back around. I do understand what you're saying. I do not believe that this young lady hung herself. And that's part of the issue too, I'm gonna say is with the narrative and the distrust, because for them to even try and paint that narrative that this young black girl went out into the open and you know, willingly put herself up on a noose is just, it's ludicrous. That give us too much time to rethink it. Like, oh, I don't think I want to go this way. Because what if I don't look cute when I die? My neck go That's this just, way and I want my, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. So. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to jump off a bridge and ain't going to be no water at the bottom. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> um, so on a lighter note, I think that something we can actually laugh about is, let's talk about Rudy Giuliani. Because we didn't. We didn't get to talk about him last week. So, uh, Nick, do you have that synopsis in front of you or do I need to dig a little bit? Since you brought up LGBT, let me say, I'm saying it like that, Rudy, because I'm not saying that Rudy Giuliani is LGBT, but he likes to wear women's clothes, makeup, hair, and dresses. (laughs) I do too, so, Caitlin do too, so, ooh. (laughs) Come on, Nick. All right. We're talking about about Rudy Rudy Giuliani. Well, former U.S. attorney, uh, says that Rudy will be forced to face the truth. Uh, Rudy Giuliani's office and home in Manhattan uh, were raided. Uh, For the level of this search warrant to be issued and approved by a judge, there has to be reasonable cause to believe that there's evidence that can be obtained from that location uh, that is either supporting or can exonerate the charges leveled against the accused. Uh, The accused in this case being uh, Mr. Giuliani. Not only that, they also talked about how the bar for this warrant in this particular situation was even higher because this was not just an attorney, which is hard to get in a search warrant against, but this was the personal attorney of the most powerful man in the United States. It's also important to mention that this investigation started under the last administration. This has nothing to do with the Biden administration. The only reason it's tied to the Biden administration is because of our current um, Attorney General uh, Merrick Garland, uh, who is following through with a case that already started its investigation under the Trump uh, administration. So they believe that the idea behind collecting these electronic devices from his home and his office have to be germane to a crime um, because a judge would not have signed off on a warrant uh, for someone of that status and that stature were it not credible. Well, I think the funny part of this is, is one, um, this is now the second personal attorney for Donald Trump that has had their homes raided. Because Michael Cohen was hurt, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Two, Joe Biden knew nothing about this. He got the news 
when this broke that everybody else did. He got it at the same time that we did. And more importantly, um, Rudy has been going on a Fox News uh, rampage talking about how this was unjust and unfair and is actually damaging his case. So New York's once beloved mayor is uh, really going downhill these days. Well, didn't his own daughter come out and say that something was wrong with him, that she wouldn't vote for him? And woo, 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 woo. Didn't his own daughter do yeah. that? Yeah. The, 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 what else do you need to know? She lived in the house with him. She knows her father. When your kids live in the house with you, they know you better than anybody else does. If she gave us, it's warning before destruction. That's in the Bible. She gave us a warning. Child, the destruction was coming. I have no sympathy for Rudy. I wouldn't give a fuck if he was 300 years old and they put him in prison by himself for the rest of his life. I wouldn't. He didn't care about the American people. Right. Every lie he could think of when Donald Trump was in office, he, he told every lie got on TV publicly and blasted everybody to cover up Donald Trump. There is no, I, I have no empathy, no sympathy, no nothing for him. Put the nigga in jail, give him a dress and no mirror. and Give him some makeup and no mirror so he'll never know what the fuck he look like because we don't care what he look like no way. Uh, that's my Let, opinion. I don't let's care. Take, <laughs> let's even take that a step further, Flame. This is someone I think has fallen in spectacular glory. He was America's mayor. You remember when that was his moniker, his nickname? When, after in September 11. Wasn't he mayor on September 11? After 9-11. Yeah. You know, he came out front. He, 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 he symbolized what I think many people needed in this time of tragedy, right? Uh, someone leading us through all of this. I could have seen a Rudy Giuliani uh, being uh, the favorite son of New York, statues, libraries, buildings named after him. None of that. He has so severely damaged his legacy, I believe, uh, with his... Uh, he still rants about the election being stolen from President Trump. There's just so many things that you sit back, any reasonable person would say, Mr. Giuliani, why are you doing this? Why did you stake everything you worked for on this particular person? The latest thing with all of this flame is um, he's had to uh, lay off staff because, uh, Lauren, you, you may have read this as well. Uh, he's that broke. Because of, he's broke. He's, he's, he's bleeding through money. Uh, <laughs> I like saw crazy. Mark made a comment talking about he can be my new sugar daddy. You can't have a broke sugar daddy, Mark. It doesn't work that way. But go ahead, Nick. Sorry. <laughs> yeah Mark, the idea behind this you want you want one with a little bit of change and i think he yeah. has nothing but change now and that, yeah. that's the problem so yeah so it's just mm -hmm. it's, i bet you he can't i bet you on wednesday can't. last wednesday no finish nick i'm sorry no, that was just it. The federal investigators on Wednesday seized cell phones and computers from Rudy Giuliani, the former mayor of New York, who became President Donald Trump's personal lawyer. They're stepping up their criminal investigation into his dealings in Ukraine. So this is all tied to Ukraine, which, again, fell under the Trump administration. I've seen some people saying this is Biden uh, exacting no. revenge. President Biden has nothing to do with this at all. I bet you he can't call Donald Trump for a loan. Well, the thing is, he's made a phone call to Donald Trump and apparently Trump is not taking his calls. And publicly, Trump is just saying that's a terrible situation for Rudy. He's doing what he always does. He's casually distancing himself because it, other seem, it seems like the other shoe that's about to drop is now our previous Attorney General Barr is also being investigated for being disingenuous in terms of why he was even able to be in that seat. His statements that he made to Congress before he was actually um, assigned that position was misleading. He wasn't being honest about what he did. So now Barr is also being investigated, too. But just history lesson. There's a long history between, I'm going to just say, Jeffrey Epstein, mm -hmm. Barr, Barr's father, Donald Trump. Gates. So there's, that just there's a long history. This is completely non sequitur here quickly. <laughs> you just mentioned Jeffrey Epstein. And mm -hmm. I read an article that 
uh, supposedly Melinda Gates had a real problem with him, like did not like him. And that that was the reason that was another one. Of the reasons she did not like Bill's closeness to, uh, and I'm like, wow, I didn't even think they knew each other. seems like everybody in that circle kind of all, you know, there's just a, so background, there's a circle and, of rich men. Yeah. So background. And I know a lot of this stuff because my mom was born and raised in New York, but, um, Barr's father was actually the head or he was the dean of an all-girls school that was actually in New York. And he ended up hiring Jeffrey Epstein as a teacher then, even though he lacked credentials. He had no credentials whatsoever and knew of the sex scandals that were happening with Epstein and these younger um, children, females that were there. That's how their relationship started. So as things evolved, of course, Barr became friends with Epstein as well. And then you throw Trump into the mix and all of a sudden we have these large scale, you know, sex trafficking rings that are happening. So it's very deep and very rooted for sure. Trust and believe Bill Gates will pay Melinda whatever she wants because Melinda going to know way more than she's supposed to. I think that's going to be an amicable split like Jeff Bezos and his wife. Well, the tea is the day that Melinda filed for mm-hmm. divorce, uh, Bill Gates had just given her $2 billion. $2 so, billion ain't enough. Bill Gates yeah. is worth $180 billion. I'm Absolutely. just saying he casually, <laughs> the fact that she casually got $2 billion on a random day who knows how much money she actually has? She casually got $2 billion just on a random day. Girl, what's that your is, number? And I believe, <laughs> and help me here, but I believe that she's rather accomplished as well, right, Lauren? She wasn't yeah. just a trophy wife. Yeah, she, she yeah. yeah. He yeah. wasn't going to marry some dumb female. Like, let's talk about it. They've been married a very long time. Like and I'm just saying. years, right? Yeah, and yeah. she's not seeking spousal support. So that just goes to how much money Bill has g- probably given her over the years, how much stock she has, and just be all of the different organizations she's actually created for herself. She's like, I don't need his money. I got two billion dollars the day I, you know, filed for divorce. My personal conspiracy is she's fed up. She's sick. Let me tell you something about how thin the line is between genius and lunacy and being very rich because he's not very rich. He's ridiculously rich to a point where he can buy people, own people and do what he wants to do with people. He didn't ran out of things to do. He didn't turn to me. He has turned into a mad scientist. And he said it in 2011. I told y'all that if you go back and look at his thing, he said that the world was overly populated by three million people. Baby Melinda probably sick of he man up all this farmland and doing a whole bunch of stuff. I, my conspiracy, this ain't got nothing to do with laugh and learn. This ain't got nothing to do with Nick and Lauren. This my shit. What I'm saying. I think the nigga then lost his cheese and slid off the cracker because of money. It's not the money. It's the power. It, I, it's the, the he had money for it. He's been rich for a very long time. Super and long. Time. Just so you know, that is one of the greatest myths, right? Bill Gates never said that. It's attributed to him. Like he he never said, and it's three billion people, but he never actually said it. But it's someone said, just like Bill Gates said, and it became one of those things that has gone viral since then. I don't care if it's two billion, three billion. We six hundred thousand dead from a man-made coronavirus. Let me say that one more time: from a man-made coronavirus, we are six hundred thousand dead and counting every day. That was my spiel. The final season of Power Book Two: Ghost is here, and no one's future is safe after surviving a hit on her life. Monet, played brilliantly by Mary J. Blige, has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live. And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides. 
loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt and his family's safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like father, like son. Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. Listen up. I've got a quick message for any black entrepreneurs who are planning on opening a store or who want to grow their business. If this describes you, let me share some info about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. So let's bring in some flamets, shall we? I think. Let's see how people are feeling these days about. Oh, since you thought I was attacking you, let's bring in good old Marky Mark. He likes to be attacked. He'll bother him anyway. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. What? I, I'm telling what? you what he said. What he said? Hey, Mark. <laughs> hey, Mark. I wasn't attacking you, I swear. <laughs> I love Mark. Hey, guys. Sorry. He's driving. <laughs> You were attacking me. Hold on. I'm, I'm pulling over. Sorry. Okay. First of all, uh, the whole Bill Gates thing. Yeah, homie's all up in it with COVID. And I am with you on that one regarding his involvement and the power that comes with that. And he's always had speculation surrounding him. So, Marky Mark, uh, he ain't got no money. Who? Oh, you're talking about Bill Gates. I thought you were talking about Giuliani. Hey. Hi, TT Jan. Hey, hey, hey. You know, yeah, Bill is crazy, but after you get all the money, you know, where do you go but crazy? I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, anything you want is just a hand throw. You you go no place else but crazy. You know what I mean? And that's not an excuse at all. But I mean, think about it. If Bill uh couldn't buy coaching, you know. 
I mean, come on. I mean, that would be his big thirst. And so you've got all the money. You can buy all the coochie you want. I mean, and I get it. His side piece is not easy on the eye. But, you know, it's like this is all he has to do is buy crazy stuff and do real crazy stuff. Now, nobody knew. I don't know what people actually knew about Jeffrey. You know what I mean? Because there's always been a string of speculation tied to him. But Jeff, Jeffrey was a mover. You know what I mean? So it was just as important to him that he moved in the circles that he wouldn't have normally been in had Barr's father not let him in into the elite. You know what I mean? So he liked rough shoulders. I don't know if everybody he bumped into knew certainly. I mean, you know, Bill ain't coming out to wash your clothes clean. And I'm sure. Uh, now, Maxine probably wants to kill yeah. herself. His uh, his side piece, the, the baby. Hmm. Is that her name, I mean, Maxine? We heard anything about her. Who knows if she's alive or dead? Ooh. Is that her name, Maxine? Yeah. Maxwell. No, Max. Oh, Gillane, you, oh, Ghislaine. I thought you said Maxine. I thought you, okay, yeah, Ghislaine. I don't, I first of all, I don't think that Jeffrey Epstein, Epstein is dead. I've said this a couple of times. But I don't believe he did. I believe that was a fake body and he's somewhere. A lot of with, people think that. I don't mm-hmm. believe he's dead. It, and I believe he paid those people off to get out, and he did because I, my spirit, my, I think that if he was dead, he had already given paperwork besides to somebody else besides Ghislaine Maxwell to say if anything happens to me, put this out. Well, it might be a situation, too, where people assisted in kind of covering up or if they wanted to fake his death, whatever the situation may be, because he just knew too much. Did it start at the yes. top? Yes. Hmm. Look Look at all the people that have just <laughs> fallen by the wayside. And this this is not over. This is not over with Jeffrey. It's not over with Bill. I know he's shaking. But it's like I wish they would start golfing or something and clicking so damn weird oh jen it's so funny you said about golfing because i think marky was the one who sent me uh something somebody sent me something about 71 days with um um uh, joe biden no no bad tweets no disrespect no harassment no racist statements just all that i'm like oh my god it just it's the comparison is like it's refreshing oh wow like wow the real tea is that joe biden's dog is just biting people so yeah, but it was almost like being an abused woman. I kept thinking any day it was going to start back up. The the lunacy of yeah. Trump, even though it was Biden, I was like, something crazy has got to happen. You know, I I don't think Trump. I mean, I, they're gonna get they're gonna get his ass sooner or later. I just feel it. I, I mean, at this point, he would have already been talking a big game about his comeback. Uh, with his ego, so the fact that he's not, he's dropping tidbits here and there. You know, on his news networks that he likes to frequent he's i mean he's definitely he's nervous about something and um you know wednesday the gop they do their vote to oust lynch liz cheney which we'll see we're going there too mark we're going there Mm -hmm. go ahead yeah so you know we'll see what happens i think wednesday is really going to be a telltale of the shift of the I don't even like saying Republican Party because I associated with the Republican Party for a long time. I have a mm-hmm. lot of friends and those that that's what I see now is just not the conservatives that yeah. I that we saw at one point. Um, I mean, 
this the basic principles of conservatism have just completely gone out of the window. So, you know, who knows what that party has going on and what the future will be. But Wednesday will be a telltale sign of where they go, if it's going to be the MAGA Trump situation or if they're going to really keep Liz in her position and try to shift the narrative within their party. So if they get rid of Liz, they've lost a jewel. Oh yeah. And they've, they, they're going to, instead of gaining those, you know, those four seats uh, that they gained, they're going to lose more. Yeah. So she, cause she is, she is the Nancy Pelosi of the Republican party. Hey She's Nancy. Yeah. And here's the, here's the really too. interesting dynamic is that Elisa Steph, uh, Stephank, I think is her name, or uh, 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 I forget how to pronounce it. So excuse me, but the um, the the lady who they are wanting to replace her from upstate New York, she actually has an even less conservative voting record. But the only thing that ties her differently than uh, Liz Cheney is that she backed up most of the things Trump did. So even though she's not even on record a conservative as much as Liz Cheney is based on her voting record. The <clears> difference <throat> is that she backed Trump up. Well, she just started backing Trump. She backed yeah. Trump for this last thing. Liz Cheney backed Trump for 93% of everything that he wanted to do voting while he record. was in office. Yep. This th- right. this girl who y'all talking about, what's her name? Elizabeth Stefani. She just started, she just backed Trump for this, the whole, the, 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 um, the election was a farce. That's why they jumping on the bandwagon with her. I hope Liz Cheney stands her ground. I love that she's standing her ground. And I hope that they do take her, remove her from her seat, that she comes over to the Democratic Party and makes some changes in the Democratic Party. We need some balls over here. It's too she many people in the Democratic Party with power. That, well, I, she I, may I, not do I, that, I, but it's too many people in the Democratic Party that don't have any balls, no backbone. They too fucking scary. Well, I mean, I, I, I agree with that. I think that the Democrats definitely need to grow some balls. I mean, if we're even going to talk about Senator Clyburn. You can borrow a man. <laughs> Even if we go to, you know, to Senator Clyburn and some of the remarks that he made, to, uh, I think yesterday about qualified immunity has me looking at him kind of sideways. But um, on the Liz Cheney front, one, I think that it's really unfortunate what's happening to her. And it's like, yet again, here's another yeah. woman trying to be at the forefront and do the right thing. And she's being, you know, the sacrificial lamb. But at the same time, I kind of feel like, is this karma for the Republican yeah. Party? Because in a lot of ways, like Mark said, you know, if they decide to oust her, which I think they're going to end up doing, that she's going to be voted out and they have this new, you know, uh, and they have Elizabeth Stefanik step in. The Republican Party is really shaping them to say that they're the party of Trump. And I think what we're probably going to see is more likely is that there's going to be a group of the GOP. And I think this has already started. They're going to kind of create their own party to say that they're the new GOP. That's the only thing that they can do, because in a lot of ways, people forget how screwed up the GOP was even before Trump. Like Liz Cheney is still Dick Cheney's daughter. Dick Cheney was a part of the Bush presidency and Bush was a screwed up president. But because we got Trump eight years or 12 years later, everybody forgot how screwed up a president Mm -hmm. Bush is because he snuggles up. uh, That ain't why they forget. They forget because he made a nice speech at, um, at, um, who, whose funeral? Whose funeral? Uh, He spoke. McCain. Um, yeah, he, McCain, yeah, he made a nice speech. So, you know, black people, you know how we are. Ooh. No, it wasn't that. It's because <laughs> we had Trump and then he snuggles up against Michelle Obama. That's how that's why people forget how screwed yeah. up of a president now, now that, Bush that was. That's that why. OK. Yeah. Bush and Obama are tight now. Everybody's I like, believe. oh, Bush, he's cool. Because she normal. 
she normalized him. She That's exactly did. what she did. And he was a screwed up president. Hell, if we're going to talk about it, Dick Cheney really was the one that ran the country. Yeah, it was John Bush's. Lewis's. It was John Lewis's funeral. Okay, well, I'm saying Dick Cheney okay. was the one that really ran the whole country when Bush was president, if we're going to talk about it. So let's not forget where Liz Cheney stems from. So. Yeah, that is the truth. But, you know, I like to believe, and I could be naive, that people viewing how messed up the world is now as far as relations I, i'm hoping i i'm okay if she i'm okay with her politics but i'm hoping that she doesn't compromise on her integrity you know what i mean because it's a lose-lose for everybody it, you know what i mean it's 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 a lose-lose for everybody if they lose her i i, I still believe she's always going to identify with that party and I'm okay with that. But what it really shows me is what you have to do and prove yourself as being a female. You know what I mean? Um, because she is definitely a jewel for the Republican party. Uh, we've tolerated Mitch McConnell and his bliss stupidity and he has no shame about it. Him and his next girl wife, <laughs> no shame about it. You know, you know, when you see uh, all these people McConnell's, speaking... See, McConnell's a smart politician, though. He but somebody needs to cut the strings. Nobody nobody has sure. cut the strings yet. Nobody has allowed the strings. Everybody is being dictated right. as a puppet right now. Everybody is a puppet. Everybody's a marionette. Somebody needs to cut the strings and just yeah. start it all over. Liz Cheney looks like she wants to do it, and I'm damn sure that Nancy Pelosi got her scissors. But when I watch, right. like, with Tim Scott speaking, you watch all these. What, what's the young guy named? Right. Oh, Fowler. What was his name? The Republican? Oh, yeah, Josh Fowler. Fowler. You know, they, 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 when you hear them speak, it don't even sound like they're speaking their words. They're speaking for somebody because else. Because they're Stafford wives. Mm -hmm. They're it's, Stafford. They're all cut from the same cookie cutter, and they're trained to say that. I mean, you know, I would love to see the moderate Democrats, a lot of the moderate Democrats, and a lot of the more liberal conservatives <laughs> come together and uh, do something to either, I know, you know, creating a new party is hard, but do something that I think would really resonate with a lot of people in this country because nobody fits either side perfectly. I, I'm sure, I know you, Flame, you say a lot of things that, you know, conservatives would meet you in the middle on ideal you know ideas and i'm sure that goes for all of us on here we are really in the middle but politics is just used as a weapon religion is used as a weapon for politics and it's literally to pin us against each other to put us back in our corners so i would love to see a more moderate party come together from people from both sides who are having issues in their own caucus and see, you know, I think it's going to be really attractive to most Americans. I mean, but people get together and, and put deals together. I don't think we're going to ever see a three-party uh, ticket, and, and I'm okay with that because no matter what you do, when you have a, a, a group of people together, they're going to start breaking off into subcommittees and self-agendas. Nobody's ever going to hold hands and sing, you know, kumbaya. That's just not the world. The reason that we have or I have my beef with the Democrats is not because it, it is because they're soft, but that's because we welcome everybody. We, you know, we're the party of everybody. Republicans want that money. They protect that money. 
And they, if you don't have any money, they don't have a problem saying, we really don't like you or any of the things that you need for your family. Whereas Democrats accept everybody. We want everybody to have health care. We want everybody to have breakfast in the morning. You know, so it, it, th that's the problem to me with the lack of balls in the Democratic Party. And we fight so hard because once again, you know, we know what we want to reach people, but then we get caught up in all these damn different, you know, uh, you know, taglines and messaging. You know what I mean? And it divides us further. Progressive you know? Democrat, liberal Democrat, modest Democrat, way far to the, you know, independent progressive, all these. Or honestly, I, but, but my issue, my main issue with the Democrats is that we're always so eager to meet somebody in the middle. Sometimes right. I really wish that we would just stick to our morals and do what needs to be done. And I bring up the example of Senator Clyburn saying that qualified immunity didn't need to be a part of George Floyd's bill, which I think is crazy. You it know, it's no so different from the remarks we talked about last week that Kamala Harris is making. We're always trying to make concessions to meet people in the middle, and we feel like we're trying to do what's right. And sometimes that's just not what right. we need to be doing. We need to stick to our guns and actually implement policy change. That's what we need to do. Yeah. I'm telling you all right now, we, we, we just have to pay attention because we're headed for something. I don't know what it exactly it is, but we're headed for something. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. And every day they show us. Every day they're showing us something. I'm telling you all, you all better pay attention and pay I, attention I to these voting laws changing. The, the qualified immunity, I think the hard thing with that is the language is going to have to be so precise that it's going to be challenging. You're either going to be I'm for it or against it. It's You're not going to be able to find a middle because if you try to say, well, we need qualified immunity to be there to an extent, there's so many scenarios and mm -hmm. nuances that the language would be almost impossible to, to write up. So I think yeah, you're going to be on one side of the fence or the other, and it's almost like how how do you how do you weigh it? So that is going to be challenging, and I would love to see how people come in the middle with that if there's even a possibility. Well, I think that's going to really turn into another political issue because qualified yeah. immunity, in my opinion, needs to be removed because that's ultimately what protects cops when they, you know, when we have officer-involved shootings and they're, you know, yeah. killing the people that they're supposed to be protecting and serving. Qualified immunity needs to be removed. And I know like we talked about last week, right. New Jersey was the first one to kind of start taking those steps to remove it. And they're, you know, trying to not make uh, mentally distressed calls to the police department. So New Jersey's trying to take strides. But ultimately, qualified immunity needs to be removed because otherwise that gives cops the ability to keep shooting people and not being prosecuted right. for it. Or they even right. take, they can take it a step further, just like what Derek Chauvin and, you know, Amber Geiger are doing. They have this whole appeals process because of qualified immunity. It's giving them right. the law is, is on their side. And that's what the problem is. It's not being provided to the civilians and the citizens of this country. It's being provided to these people, as Flame has said, who have these badges and guns to protect them. Right. Well, it really protects them from uh, civil litiga litigation and lawsuits. That's... That's one of the main things. Um, yeah. But, pro you know, if a crime, it's, if a crime's clear as day, they're going to be prosecuted. I, here's like the example that I would use. If a cop is, you know, let's say arresting a female and, you know, he does a backhanded pat down and she, she makes a claim that he touched her, she can now sue him with no problem in the world. That's where the language comes is, is going to be hard to outline with what 
what qualified immunity can is common sense, but also what isn't. You know, a, a, a clear as day killing shouldn't be qualified. It shouldn't qualify for immunity, in my opinion. But again, they're just going to it's going to be one or the other. I don't think there's going to be a middle ground on it. But for me, I think get rid of it altogether, uh, because at the end of the day, if to me, a life is more important than a lawsuit. Hire a good lawyer and fight your case if you believe you're innocent. That's what I look at it, you know. But Mark, to your point, though, I think that the middle ground would be body cameras. That's why we have body cameras, because right. to your point of if a cop, you know, is sexually assaults or, you know, a female or back cancer, whatever the example you provided, that's where body cameras kick in. That's that's where the accountability comes in. You if record those they things. Click their button, well, the turn your cameras, camera off if you pull me over, because if you touch me right, I'm going to touch you right back. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't want that on film. That's only fans deal. <laughs> but you, it is. And I think body cameras have to be, they also have to be looked at again because to me, an officer shouldn't have control over when that camera is filming or when it's not. So if they need to invest in better technology, then that's something that needs to be a conversation. And, but and Mark, I hear you on that. But what difference does it make if you have the footage, if you have the whole footage, the camera running the whole time, but like North Carolina, they yeah. release what they wanted us to see. Yeah, see, they, somebody is still in charge. They showed right. us what they want, them 20 seconds that they right. wanted us to see. Not what happened. That camera could have been going the whole time. We need somebody in there who's going to find, micromanage, and fine-tune and say, hey, here's the entire unfiltered film. Don't don't put the police captain in charge, who you already yeah, known yeah. is a, a raging fucking a racist. Party, a third-party independent entity that oversees that and is responsible i agree i don't think it should be up to any head of a department or even city uh official it definitely needs to be overseen by a different entity that is made up of well see and i think that's but all of the things that we're talking about these technically all go under the umbrella of qualified immunity all of these entities and all of these different elements and aspects, they all go under the umbrella of qualified immunity. So remove, remove that, and you are actually ripping the Band-Aid off and are giving people a fair opportunity. Mm -hmm. Here's the crazy thing. None of us are elected officials, and all of us are sitting here having an intelligent conversation, brainstorming ideas that make sense one way or another, and yet we pay these people to sit there, ask, to collect money from special, special interests, and not put any legislation. That's our that fault, Mark. Thing? But Scenario. that's our fault. That's our fault. Let's go back to Allison. Let's go yeah. back to you have to start voting at the local level to get the people that you want to be in those spaces. We're going to bring Allison on. Bring Allison on, Lauren. Um, because let me tell you something. That, that goes right back to what she's been saying. You've got to start locally in order to get the people that you want. We keep waiting today. Uh, uh, fucking reality stars and big names and you oh, have to hold their feet to the fire, baby. Please, you better do it. Hey, everybody, how are you all doing today? Hey, Lady City Council, we 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 rocking with you over here. Marky Mark then brought you, you up again because he was talking about <laughs> that we need people that think like us, look like us, feel like us, and right. break it down for us, Allison. How can we get so, there? So, so here it is. So I was listening about the body cameras. And again, there was one time that I was not for body cameras. And I'm going to tell you why. Because here in Lakeland, they were trying to get the body. They are still trying to get the body cameras. And over a course of five years, it's going to cost $5 million, right? And then I was asking the question because what somebody had to educate me. I said, and I asked these two questions. I said, listen, 
who who which camera would you trust? Would you trust Officer Bilbo or would you trust Allison camera? And a lot of people said, I trust your camera. And I said, well, why would you trust my camera? Because you won't do anything to it and you will release it immediately. Right. And then they say, well, it's going to cost over five years, five million dollars. Right. For us to house this information. Right. Because you need somewhere to house this said information that comes from the footage. And I said, well, we can put that money in youth and senior programs and housing. Well, let me tell you how I was educated. If you pay close attention to the George Floyd's case, not only was that girl's recording used, but the officer's body camera was used. Right. And mm -hmm. with that, they also with the officer's body camera right that also is an automatic it is admissible in you can use it in the court of law with the our our phones they question it right Correct. so what well, what are you saying to us allison well the, your local police force is not an intelligence agency so when you find that local police force is redacting information and things like that that's an automatic flag right because the local police force is not an intelligence agency you and then we're, and, and 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 now we're having issues with oh well they're not releasing the information Ding, 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 ladies and gentlemen, that's where you go tap on your mayor. That's where you go tap on your city commissioners. Because what we keep forgetting is that our our city commissioners and our local police force, they get their money from the city. And their bosses is the commissioner. Their bosses is the mayor, right? The chief of police, their boss is the mayor, mm -hmm. right? The city workers is the is the ones who implement the policy that's set forth by people who you who the city who the city residents elect so that is when you hold your city commissioners accountable that is when you hold your mayor accountable don't let them release the, that 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 information okay let's go tap on our city commissioners who come ask for our vote they don't know tap on us in some districts are there actually the uh, case up in uh uh there was someone who was just um killed by law enforcement that actually a judge has to sign off and give permission for footage to be released to the public. North Carolina. So that was right. in North Carolina, Mark. That's why yep. it's still hot. Right. Right. But, but again, that is true. However, if the mayor asks for it, it must be released. Because at the end of the day, that local police force, that money that your local police, all everybody's local police, guess where they get their budget from? They get the, the city commissioner grants their budget. So because I give y'all money, whatever I ask for, I shall get. Yeah, but you have to remember also who's in bed with each other. Yeah, you uh, know that too. That too, TT Jan. I agree you with know. you. I, I agree with you. It's all a game. Right. But that is why TT Jan. It is important for us as a people to study who the hell we vote for. Not oh, the curse yeah. in front of you, but I'm just saying. Yeah, That's yeah. why it's also yeah. important, TTJ. She do a lot of cussing. Don't worry about it, Alice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's why it's also important, TTJ, that we don't just sit at home and look at the news and, and, and complain about what's going on. Because I said, I said this, I said the issue, the difference between white and black folks, white black folks talk about it and go home. Some of us white folks, when they get right. scared, when they get scared, they talk about it and go vote. See, that's right. what black people need to do. We need to talk, vote and take our asses home. Right. Period. Right. Or but they see, or, or they try and get their local elected officials to create voting uh, bills that restrict color folks from voting. And, and then right. and then what because right. what happens is what's going on here in Lakeland, they push money into the candidate that they want to win. Right. Yeah. Pushing the money. We're going to but that's 
us that's what black folks need to do. Let us start pushing money into the candidate that we mm-hmm. want to. Mm-hmm. Favorite line from John Q. Uh, Denzel Washington movie. My favorite movie about Denzel Washington. Favorite line. His wife told him when the son was dying, do something. We got right. to do something. Right. Do something. All this talk, mm-hmm. I'm with you, Allison. All this talking shit. Then you listen to celebrity. The problem, part of the problem is a bunch of these celebrities who, who who's dead silent right now, but when the primary's getting ready to come up next year, they're gonna be out right. talking about hold your vote. What did they do for black people? What what have you done for black people? You ain't said right. shit since right. Biden has won. Right. And I, y'all know who I'm talking about. Ice trays, ice cues, ice quarters, ice clubs, all that shit. Y'all ain't said nothing. All y'all running around hollering, hold your vote. Hold Hold your right. vote. Everybody dead silent right now. But when the checks come out for 2022, black folks, hear me and hear me well. Look in the mirror. And the person that's most important to you is the person that's looking back at you. Get your ass up. Right. And in the words of Miss Thing from uh, the movie, do something. Well, I just want to say this. I want to throw this out there. Black women, we vote. I'm just saying black that we women, carry black elections. Black women run everything right now. So we, we vote. So thank you. We I vote. just want to throw that because, out there. Because I'm a te- because, because, because for so long right black women have carried the votes right for us black people we still and, do and in, the, in the we still do right mm-hmm. let me tell y'all something these white folks are scared they're scared because now people are finally listening to the black woman right they been our people been listening to us mm-hmm. but their their people's ear their nephew's ear their son's ear is to our voice their son's ear, their son's ear is now to our voice and they're getting scared, right? Because when a black woman speaks, everybody stands to attention. They shook. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Why do you think I'm trying to be a black woman? <laughs> Why do you think I want to be a black woman? I don't want to be no other I want to be a black Wait, woman. You're looking, very, you're looking very thin today. Right. Look at Mari yeah, trying to get some. Weight, you don't stop. Oh, Allison said you look like you lost weight too. Y'all, y'all don't never have to leave. We could do laugh and learn forever. Y'all don't ever leave. <laughs> keep on complimenting me. TGJ, you go somewhere. You ain't said nothing. Come on, keep on the. Am I skinny? <laughs> She's giving me very, no, giving I was getting ready to say No, I was getting ready to say you're giving fish today. I like Not, the whole thing. Very fish. naughty college professor. Yeah. In sequence. in sequence, in no, sequence, I would be, I would technically be, I would technically be the nutty professor. Uh, you just figured out. Mark, you just trying to stay out the class with your nasty ass. <laughs> See, Allison, Woo! I told you she cusses. <laughs> <laughs> no, but on a serious note, though, I want to uh, just say thank you to the three of you guys. This was a really, really important and I that. think robust discussion. So thank you guys for coming on as always. Wait, we Allison, love y'all. before you leave, Allison, I need you to just let people know how important it is that like you've been stressing and stressing and stressing about the local level of voting. I, I told you, I was guilty of that, too. I would only vote for the big names, you know, president, yeah. governor. I didn't care about uh, aldermen, city council. I just Ooh. didn't mayor. I just didn't care about that because I didn't think that it affected me. So I, I love that you everybody. come on and educate us that because it lets us know that in order to get who we want and to be the president, we got to start real low and help build them up there in steps. Right. Yeah, right. For so, sure. So we, I, I encourage people to look at it like this. Think about the government. Government is down up, not top down. Right. Right. So think about think about a plant in the ground. Right. Did I? Oh, when you when you plant a seed into the ground. Right. In order for that seed to grow, you have to nurture it. Right. But right. if you keep planting, if we keep planting these seeds and growing and growing them, they're going to grow dead. Right. So when you think about your local government, think about a seed that you want to come back to see. 
right? Think about a plant that you want to come back to see. And if we do not water the water the seed that we planted, we're going to always come back to dead plants. Well, Allison, mm. what is the dead plant? These states, these state representatives, these right. U.S. senators, these these presidents and vice presidents that we may not like in the four years and eight mm-hmm. years to come, these governors, mm-hmm. right? But just think about it. If I nurture my seed, which is my local government, then I'm going to start seeing state representatives I like. I'm going to start seeing governors I like. I'm going to start seeing congresswomen and congressmen and U.S. senators and presidents and vice presidents. I'm going to begin to see a world that I like. So think about it. Think 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 about it like a seed, right? Mm. If you don't nurture the seed, mm. you're going to always get dead plants. And so my question to everybody, are we tired? Are we finally tired of the dead plants because I am. That's that's, why the, that's gonna be the name of this week's show, nurturing my seed. Yes, yes. because I want to nurture. <laughs> I need somebody to nurture my seed. <laughs> Thank you, TT Jan. Thank you, Allison. We appreciate you guys as always. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Bye. You too. Thank you, Allison. Y'all follow Allison. You, Allison Lewis Lakeland. Bye-bye. She is running for city council in Lakeland, Florida. You need to look her up. Listen to her politics. Make sure you follow T.T. Jan at Waits, Williams, and Marky Mark. Um, let me tell you something. Everybody does their own thing, and they all talk about it. Not We don't always agree, but we always come to in a conversation, which is most important. You got to talk about it in order to make some changes about it. Hi, Nick. I love that planting the seed. You've got if you if you don't water it, it won't grow. That was fantastic. Absolutely. Mm. You was gone all weekend. What kind of seeds was you planting in Chicago? Plant pimping. Okay, let's <laughs> the conversation. Look at Nicholas for being professional. He only been professional, Thank y'all. You, as soon as he got off this phone, he's going to call me and give me all the dirt. Let me tell y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, Lord, Nick, that Allison. Do you do you do you agree with how she was saying that we need to start locally to go higher? One hundred percent. We we yeah. everything starts in in the community. I'll tell you something else too. I agree also with the the body cam. You know, uh, we've we've got to figure out the funding for that because I completely agree that if we have that information recorded, we at least have to have that information recorded. I I, I just um, I think that every that should be part of the standard of uniform. Uh, that video equipment is part of your uniform, that every interaction, every engagement with any citizen uh, is recorded. Just as simple. I think that transparency is the best thing for all parties involved. And that if we have that on, on video recording, um, it can help clear up situations, explain situations, give families peace or, or hold those accountable who uh, may have crossed the line. But aren't they trying to challenge like so like you guys said? But aren't they challenging so like Lauren and me? And you see in an altercation, and I'm videotaping it, but the, the the officer has his camera. What's the difference between me videotaping and his camera? So the difference is, from what I understand, and anybody in the comments or Nick, you can correct me if I'm wrong. From what I understand is that because the body camera footage that or the body cam, I should say, that the police officer has, it's automatically admissible in court because, to, to Nick's point, it's a part of their uniform, so they can record it. But I do know that there's some situations where if an altercation is recorded and people aren't aware that they're being recorded, it could become a legal issue saying, I didn't consent for you to record me. You so think, George, you think Derek Chauvin would have consented to killing George Floyd? He, you think he would have wanted that on field? Well, he knew he was being filmed, though. That's the thing. So as even though as the, uh, the teenager was, because I don't want to say her name, as she was recording the altercation throughout it, he knew 
at one point that he was being recorded and it wasn't an issue. Yeah. So that's how I understand it. I, like Again, I said I could be wrong, but that was my understanding of it. That's why officer body cam footage is admissible in court, whereas you it becomes a bit of a sticky situation if you're recording somebody and they're not aware that they're being recorded. And I've now seen that some of the police officers will try to do something to you if you're recording them. So exactly, because they I'm don't recording want to be recorded. Right, and then to put your camera down. No, this is my phone. You ain't paid for this. Don't exactly. Tell me. See, I'm, I'm that one. I'll be the... No, don't tell me what to do with my... This my... This no, rule number four for Love Lounge. This is my shit. Well, that's why sometimes like you'll see people recording, but they'll put their phone down so you can at least hear what the officer is saying, but oh, you okay. can't see their face because okay. that's allowed. But they can't. They have to consent in order for you to actually film them. That's terrible. So though, funny you would say you, that, Lauren. You imagine, I literally went through a situation this weekend with my mom showing her how to hold her camera discreetly to record situations, mm -hmm. you know, because I want yeah. her to know how. We are very quick and we know how to operate our phones probably easier, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted her to know how to do that and you can be discreet. I said, Mom, you put it up like you're look taking a selfie and you can be recording the entire time, but I want you to know how to quickly access this camera. So we just, yeah. absolutely, I think it's Could important. you imagine uh, us hearing about George Floyd's a death if we didn't have that girl who videotaped that? Well, that's true because if you even look at what the police put out afterwards, they said that it was a medical where they tried to say that George Floyd basically had a medical issue and then when he arrived at the hospital, you know, he died. That was the statement that the Minneapolis police put out initially yeah. and had we not had the footage, we wouldn't have known that Derek Chauvin actually had his knee on his neck for nine minutes and 29 seconds and that was actually the cause of his death because the way that the police put it out, it was... Oh, he had a medical distress situation. We took him to the hospital and he just died. Amsterdam, here I come. Because y'all don't want to get I'm moving to Amsterdam. Uh, Nicholas, they got the good stuff. <laughs> Red light district, here I come. Uh, uh, so, know. Nick, what are your final thoughts? Because we got to close out at this point. We're a little over time. So, go ahead. Hey, final thoughts. You know, like I said, we we I think that there is a conversation that needs to continue. Lauren, I think we can talk about qualified immunity all day, every day, because I, mm -hmm. I think that that's an issue. Um, yeah. I understand why it's in place, because I do believe that there are some government officials who deserve to have that protection. Uh, but I think that to have a blanket system in place uh, that removes the accountability factor uh, for members of law enforcement is um, uh, a premise that needs to be questioned and examined. Th hey, that's Meech. Opinion. That's very true, Meech. If we didn't have, we didn't see the Rodney King video on film, we would have heard about it. It would have had a different impact. Even though they still got off, you see what happened with the riots here in California. Yeah. It, it is. It's, it, it, the, sadly, the video footage don't seem to be enough anymore. They still getting away with it. Well, in some I, cases, it's effective. We talk about George Floyd. Right. It was and a Aubrey. And I yeah, think so the Ahmaud video Aubrey, allows a conversation at least before the conversation because I think Flame there was even conversations within our own community we'd be like well why don't you just act right if you just do what you told you wouldn't have this problem but now video is telling a very different story mm -hmm. that you know what maybe whoa there's a problem here why is this happening you know, that's like, that, <laughs> I don't know that, if anybody in our community ever said, "Why didn't you just act right?" Shoot, <laughs> that's like somebody <laughs> telling me, "Oh, you pretty for a black girl. Yeah, you pretty for yeah. a black queen. No, bitch, I'm pretty anyway. You funny looking. I don't care what color yeah. you is." Yeah. See, that's my mouth. You know, I'm, I'm the clapback is real. The clapback comes, and I don't even be knowing it's coming. My man be shut down just automatically. That's why I'm, I'm having a closed casket funeral because I know somebody's gonna say something smart, and I'm gonna ask God, dude, can I get a two minute pass? Because I'm going back and check this bitch. I don't know who she thinks she's talking. I'm gonna raise about the casket. Look at here, plimping. Who you talking about? And then go back, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm opening that casket and say, get up. What you doing? Get up. <laughs> you, I already put the sign on the door, baby. You are not allowed in my funeral because you're going to come up in there with one of them shirts and ties, and that ain't how I really know you. Or you might come down and think jumping rope. Oh!
Um, for me, though, I'll just say my final thought is um, I really hope that coming into 2022, especially that we all get out and vote. Um, you know, Florida just passed a, another voting rights law that's going to, you know, limit the ability for people of color to go out and vote. Yes. We also yep. just found out that Keisha Lance Bottoms is not running for le- a reelection in Atlanta, which is so upsetting. So my main thing is I hope that, you know, despite all of the barriers that are being put up in, you know, Florida and Atlanta and Texas is coming up too. And in North Carolina. And I'm North Carolina. You, there's there's a lot of cities um, where I think they're on the verge of turning purple and we see that and they're trying to put all these restrictive voting laws in place. I still encourage people to do their best to get out and vote. I know it's going to be hard coming up in this next year and then again in 2024, but I think we should all, we all have a responsibility to go out and do our part. Hi, Big Meech. I'm thinking that we have to come up with a strategic plan because, Nicholas, if your mom is in line and I'm in Chicago and we're voting and it's 90 degrees outside and she's an older woman, I'm going to, if I have a folding chair or give her a bottle of water, I'm going to get in trouble. So what we should do, all these quiet, big-name celebrities with all this money, because I ain't one of them. I ain't, I, first of all, I'm still talking and I ain't got y'all money. Let's rent buses. Let's have a system of hiring buses for neighborhoods that have water and, and, and chairs and everything that they need on those buses. So if I'm standing in line for three hours, instead of somebody saying, you brought me water, hold my place in line. I'm going to get me a chair. I'm going to get me something to drink to keep me going. We have to we have to fight them back and be a little smarter than they are and strategically win this. In the words of Denzel Washington and John Q, the wife said, fucking do something. We got to do something. This right here ain't getting it done. It ain't getting it done. We still dying. Well, I think, too, that's the, where the strategic part's going to have to come in because, like, in Michigan, for instance, there were these group of women who were trying to transport people to and from the polls free of charge, and that ended up being illegal. They couldn't do that. So, we, to your point, we're really going to have to get strategic, especially coming up in this new, in 2022, yeah. because the laws that they're putting in place is making everything freaking illegal. I if can't, so, if you I, can't win the game, change the rules. That's exactly. I, pers- I personally think that we should hire a bunch of P Valley buses and let a bunch of old ladies <laughs> be on there stripping, getting their life, baby. I got my dollar bill stripped. You clubs. know what? <laughs> a flame got a point. Did y'all see the get your booty to the polls? It worked. From the strippers it worked. In Atlanta? It, it Atlanta worked. turned blue. Yep. Atlanta get turned blue. Get your booty blue. to the polls. Down in it. the valley where the old ladies get naked. Yes. They weren't old ladies. I'm just saying that we want a bunch of old. <laughs> we're doing this for the older people. We're doing it. I, 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 watch, I can watch a 75 year old stripper. That would be funny as shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Diapers and everything. Oh, goodness. Uh, Nick, where can everybody find you? You can find me at Nick Smith News on all social media platforms. And I am Lauren Hogan on YouTube. And, yes, I played catch up and all of the episodes are now on my YouTube page. So y'all can go watch them there. I have officially caught up. And I'm also Lauren Armani H on Instagram. And I will not be in Delaware this weekend. That's what I am. I will not yes. be in Delaware this weekend. I got a new job with Karen Hunter starting next Friday for Series Radio. I'm very excited about that. Oh, I'm and what are you doing next Monday? N- oh, yeah, that's right. Mm. I forgot about that, Lauren. Thank you, manager. She's so smart. Monday the 17th, I am fi- we're finalizing this show with... Um, um, the Comedy Store. It was a series for Amazon. And I, I remember I left it out a couple of weeks ago early. So we're finalized. I'm taking pictures Monday with Dave Chappelle, Cedric the Entertainer, Kevin Hart. I will be in spaces Our with boss, those Tiffany men. Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish. And I will have on the nastiest dress in my collection. Somebody going to get excited. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and where can everybody find you to you see can, said dress on live ooh, next Monday? You can catch me at Flame Monroe on what is my Flame Monroe? Oh, Instagram. No, <laughs> no, you're Monroe Flame. Monroe Flame on Instagram. Flame underscore Monroe on Twitter. Uh, YouTube, I'm Flame Monroe, mm-hmm. and Marcus Flame Monroe Parker on Facebook. But you can yes, catch indeed. me tonight at 6.30, 6.40 for Love Lounge because we will be there, and we're going to have a great time. We're gonna Love Lounge is not political. It's not this show. I'm, I'm Yeah, I'm, I'm with God. When, when I say I'm with God, I'm not godly. I'm just sitting up there with that nigga. Uh, <laughs> but we have a great time. Bring your music. Bring your relationship questions because I am a relationship guru. I have mm. been the husband and the wife, sometimes in the same night. And mm-hmm. I may not be good at relationships, but I can fix your relationship. Can I, Nicholas? You sure can. Ayana ain't got shit on me, and I got good <laughs> knees. Come on with it. <laughs> Thank you, you guys sure so much for joining us at Laugh and Learn. Because here at Laugh and Learn, the message is always the same. What, what is the message, Nicholas? We are not trying to get anybody to change their mind. We are simply trying to get you to use your mind. And some of you dumbasses need to know that you have a man that you need to use. Because a brain is for using. This is not the scarecrow. And sometimes y'all think I got brains. But what's my favorite line from The Wizard of Oz? Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking. Mm. This is Laugh and Learn with Nick Smith. Lauren Hogan, Flame Monroe, Kendall, and Tribble. We out because I want to take my wig off. See y'all tonight. Bye. (laughs) Laugh and Learn is a production of the Black Effect Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. The show is produced by Tribble. Our theme music is by Chrissy Payne. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, now streaming only on Hulu. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And Hmm. not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.